This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with Tom Ackerman, bringing you the news you need for this Wednesday, February 1st. The plan approved last week by St. Louis Alderman to double the salary of Alderman later this year appears to have the support of Mayor Tashara Jones, who tells KMOX public officials deserve to be paid what they're worth. Jones was asked whether it's fair for Alderman to make more money than city police. Mayor, going back to the alderman, do you have, I'm any, not gonna answer do you that have any qualms no. about giving alderman more money than I'm police officers? I'm not going to answer that anymore. I, I mean, told you my answer, Kevin. You didn't answer. Yeah, is it fair for, for aldermen to make good. more than have police day, who, who risk their lives? Have a good day, Kevin. Come on. Where's my coat? Under the plan, the salary of aldermen would jump from 37000 to 72000 Starting pay for city police officers is 50614 topping out at just under 70000 after 30 years of service. Contract talks that would give police a raise have been going on with City Hall for three years. The St. Louis FBI's assistant special agent in charge is talking about the difficulty in prosecuting some cases especially carjackings. Chris Crocker, a guest on KMOX's The Show, says evidence is an issue. If the FBI gets involved in the case early, which we're doing more recently, um, I think we have a much better chance of getting to a solution because, again, we have special capabilities and, and resources that the PDs don't always have. Last week, St. Louis police said they had formed a task force following a rash of carjackings, ATM robberies, and eventually a death from an attempted carjacking all in South City. Three suspects in that case were arrested. Over the weekend, there was another carjacking and armed robbery at the Bank of America ATM where a shot was fired but the victim was not injured. That same ATM had an armed robbery during last Monday's crime spree. Crocker says the FBI's Violent Crime Task Force has been working with St. Louis police since 2021. Maria Aquino, KMOX News. Two workers have died two years in a row and the government claims their construction firm cut corners. U.S. Engineering Services based in Kansas City with an office in Denver was first cited in 2021 after an HVAC technician was electrocuted and killed while working on a rooftop AC unit that was still electrified. Then in 2022, an apprentice was killed after coming in contact with energized parts of an HVAC system. The federal government found again U.S. Engineering Services did not de-energize equipment, didn't follow checklists, didn't give workers necessary personal protective equipment, and allowed a damaged extension cord to be used. OSHA's regional director said, quote, this worker's death was avoidable. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. Frustration over contaminated water has reached a breaking point in St. Charles. I can't wait two or three years for this to play out with EPA and Hammer. Mayor Dan Borgmeyer says he's done waiting on the EPA to determine how to clean up the contaminated Elm Point well field. He says the city is contracting for equipment to clean the water from a couple of the least contaminated wells that were recently shut down. If this cleansing process works, and we're confident it will because it's being done a lot of other places, if that in fact can we can invoke that, then uh, we'll do that and clean the water up until we uh, until we can build a new well field. The mayor says the real question is who will pay for the water cleansing process. He believes Ameren's responsible, but the EPA says they're still investigating. He expects the water decontamination to be in place by the summer. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. A bill to place an internet sales tax before voters was put on hold by the St. Louis County Council Tuesday. Chairwoman Shalonda Webb was concerned when author Ernie Trakis said they would go to court to put it on the April 4th ballot. Is this going to cost the county more to um, go to the courts in order for it to be put on an April election since we missed the official date? 
No, because the county counselor's office will handle the litigation. Trakis says the tax is needed to address the county's $40 million deficit. The council agreed to wait a week before final passage to hear the concerns of the Municipal League about the bill. The old courthouse in downtown St. Louis is planning more exhibits paying tribute to civil rights issues tied to the building. Ryan McClure, executive director of Gateway Arch Park Foundation, which raises private money for special park projects. Whether it's Dredd and Harriet Scott, whether it is um, uh, the 300 individuals for other individuals that sued for their freedom in this building, whether it's Virginia Minor who sued for uh, a women's right to vote. McClure says they'll also have an exhibit dedicated to the architecture of the old courthouse, which was a landmark achievement in its day. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker announced his executive order for a COVID state of emergency will end when the federal order does. Both come to an end May 11th. In his announcement, the governor noted COVID-19 has not disappeared. The state of emergency will have been in place just over three years when it finally ends in May. A former elected official's lobbying career takes off. Southwest Airlines has hired a well-known former local congressman as a lobbyist as it tries to get past last month's scheduling fiasco. Illinois' Jerry Costello joins Missourians Kit Bond and Kenny Holsoff in Southwest's ranks of lobbyists. The airline is the largest at St. Louis Lambert Airport. It plans to spend more than a billion dollars on tech upgrades and lost hundreds of thousands on rebooking passengers as the FAA is looking into the massive operations meltdown. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. The Joplin lawmaker who wants the state to step in on St. Louis violent crime has another bill in the works this week. State Representative Lane Roberts is making headlines over his bill to undermine the St. Louis Circuit Attorney when it comes to violent crime, but he also introduced another bill some in the city may support. Roberts's House Bill 301 would make it a crime for children to possess firearms. It specifically classifies as unlawful possession when someone under 18 has a gun, is on public property, and not under supervision of an adult at least 21 years old. Roberts's bill has a hearing on Thursday. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. The Missouri Senate's Emerging Issues Committee heard testimony yesterday on six bills aimed at restricting transgender athletes from participating in girls' sports. Senate President Pro Tem Caleb Rowden said Republicans are united in wanting to prevent boys who transition to girls from competing. According to the Missouri State High School Activities Association, there are only four such athletes right now. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey is demanding school districts adopt a resolution to ban drag queen shows from campuses, saying he, quote, wants Missouri to be the safest state in the nation for children. He adds drag shows have no educational value and no place in public schools. Bailey sent a letter to the State School District Association calling on their members to agree to the ban. Time for a whole nother story with Kevin Colleen. February is the worst month of the year, but it's an honest month. It's a month that doesn't hold up life any better than it really is. I mean, look around here. These buildings, they, they look like they don't even have any lights in them during a work day. And uh, something great happened here, but it's over with. And that's the way February is. You can see it in the way people walk and how they look. Let's let's go just check out February. This this says it all. This has a spring-like or floral pattern on it, but somebody on this February day has abandoned it with its broken shaft, like a desperate flinging off of something that's not true anymore. The expedition is getting desperate. People are throwing things aside. Look around downtown on a February workday. This looks like a place 
where people who are being punished are sent. If you notice the way people cross the street in February, it's different than in the summer. Nobody is tap dancing or breaking into a Rodgers and Hammerstein song. It's their lunch hour, and they're just barely able to get across the street and hunker over a bowl of chili. Carbohydrates are big this time of year. Also, lotions because everybody is itchy and tired and irritable. Even the land is tired in February. Most of the birds who can afford it have gone to Florida. And the the trees that once cheered us, they're hard to look at this month. It's as if there is some awful truth out there in the trees. It's hiding in the branches. Look at them. Something that's been bothering you for a long time is out there. What is it? You can almost see the shape of it when all the color is gone, when life is stripped down to the starkness of February. To try to hide the bleakness of February, man invented Valentine's Day and also Mardi Gras. But then February answered back with another holiday, Ash Wednesday. What other month could host a holiday that's designed to remind us that we're all gonna die? That's February for you. It is bleak, it is honest, and it just tells you the way it really is. My father used to have a saying that if you can live through February, you'll live another year. With a whole other story, I'm Kevin Killeen. I'm Megan Lynch. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.